There's been a murder. A body lies dead in a rundown apartment. There are signs of a struggle. Broken furniture litters the floor. Two of the victim's fingers have been cut off. There's a human turd on the mantelpiece. Hang on, what? Welcome to the world of Chart Noir. Fiction with a hard-boiled, cynical, violent, and frequently alcoholic view of crime in modern-day Scotland. There are good guys, there are bad guys, but there definitely aren't any heroes. Tartan Noir is about world-weary anti-heroes, deeply flawed characters with a variety of vices that would not normally be becoming of someone of their narrative stature. And while it's certainly hard-boiled, there's frequently an edge of wackiness that separates Tartan Noir from its American cousin. Retired detectives running around oil rigs in their pajamas. Christian extremists trapped in an art gallery full of pornography. And of course, the aforementioned Jobby on the mantelpiece. It's grim. It's grisly. But it's a hell of a lot of fun. So pour yourself a dram of single malt and prepare to indulge in a little Tartan Noir. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Apodalesma. I'm Morgan. I'm Ty. And I'm Mason. And we're not supposed to be here, but we are here today for the annual Scavengers Scramble, which is where we took all of the podcast hosts from the Scavengers Network and we put them in a big jar and we shook them up and then we just like threw them out on a board and wherever they landed, that's the show they have to do. So you can usually catch me on Myth Takes. Ty, you are on... Side Character Quest. And Mason, are you on a... Am I on? Like, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, Morgan. Hey, that's cool. I listen no. to all your stuff. Let's see. Are you on an actual play podcast on the network or? Uh, no, we did some actual play on, I don't know, radio once, but that was kind of, oh, okay. a, that was kind of a bit. So that's like, that's your qualification. With Ty. Yeah. I'm also, I also like do it not on the air, you know, true OG nerd. Like, okay. But if you don't record it, like, did it even happen? Exactly. It's the whole tree falling in the forest. If you don't make a podcast yeah. out of it, have you done anything? Exactly. So anyway, so we're doing... I know. I, okay, I know you do. I don't know radio, but my point was, we do actual play podcasts usually that are not a Podolesmo, which is why we're on this one. Except that's not the case. So I'm sorry. That yeah, I, when they rolled me out and threw me on the board, I just kind of bounced over here. I don't know what happened. <laughs> All right, perfect. Yeah. So that's so we're playing a game today. Yes, we will be playing. Uh, unlike the usual thing that you're used to for Apotelesma, um, or the usual thing that any of us are used to on our actual plays that we all three of us do. Uh, we will be doing Fiasco, which is a sort of uh, it's a DMless, GMless game where you're sort of playing through a genre film is kind of how I would describe it and how it works just to, so you have a basic framework. Um, we set up our relationships between our characters. We set up some objects and needs between them. And then we play through a bunch of scenes and everything goes to hell. And that's Fiasco. It's the most rules-heavy, rules-like game I've ever played. <laughs> that is very true. We spent like 30 minutes doing setup for this thing that once we actually get going, there's basically no rules. Um, just right. So uh, before we jump in with our first scene, uh, I think we should all just sort of introduce our characters, um, their names, and what the relationships are to one another. So I'll, I'll be playing uh, Roche, 
who used to live in this like sort of mid-sized Scottish town that, that we're, we're setting this in, I assume. But now he, he's been living all over the place. My name's Craig McKenzie. I work for the police. I was born in Motherwell and I've lived in Motherwell. And I get out of Motherwell every now and then. Mostly I stay in Motherwell. My name is Tammy Ann and I am stuck here in Scotland and I don't know what anyone is saying ever and it's honestly this is like the biggest nightmare of my life. So each of the each of our characters has a uh, relationship with one another and potentially a need or object location that's that's shared. So for uh, Morgan and I, uh, we have the relationship uh, civilian work with the detail of uh, teacher and pupil. We also share uh, two locations, transport and shady. For me and Mason, we have romance as our relationship with the detail ex-spouses. And we have the need of to get minted. And we have a personal object between us. And then for me and Ty... Oh, wait, no, we already talked about that. Yeah. Okay, so for me and Mason, Mason is a uniformed police officer or... Detective, are you? You haven't decided yet. A magician never reveals his secrets. Okay, and I am. <laughs> I'm a the... magician of justice. <laughs> <laughs> and Tammy Ann is unfortunately the suspect of some kind of crime that I guess we'll find out. Also, we both have needs to get home and say what we should have said a long time ago. Whatever that means, nice. we'll find out. We'll find out. So that means we just need to get into it. Oh, well, actually, I think it bears mentioning this game is played in scenes between the characters and there's two acts and then some aftermath. So it's going to it's going to read like a play in the end. Yes. So who is this first scene between? (sighs) I was I was originally going to say Morgan, but I feel like because uh, we are sort of feeling out whether you're a criminal or not, I I don't want to make that decision for you. So I think instead we're going to be Mason. We open on a fish and chips shop. Inside, we see a man of roughly 30 years sitting over his his chips, uh, his fish. He has like a little bottle of vinegar, is pouring it on there, listening to some music on his headphones, bobbing his head up and down. That man uh, is is me, and I'm just sort of, uh, you know, having just a very chill, relaxed time, um, and every once in a while making furtive glances across the street to the bank. Everything in the the room is very quiet. Every is very relaxed. I jerk very suddenly for no apparent reason, and look hard towards the bank, and then I jerk again, and then I, I put my finger up to my ear, and I whisper under my breath, uh, "What what's happening?" Then I get up and start walking towards the door, leaving my food on the table. See what's going on over there. And as I I step outside, I see a police car driving up to the front of the bank. And I spin away and go uh, down an alleyway next to the fish and chip shop and reach in my bag for a ski mask. Now we're going to hop over to that police car. Uh, Mason, what are you doing? Craig pulls the police car to a skidding stop in front of the bank doing a cool drift, throws open the door. Jeremy, Ridley, take the front doors. Marcus, get around the back. Look around, chase the area for any suspects. Find their getaway vehicle. We gotta stop them from getting out of this situation. 
The camera goes back to Roche, uh, the man in the alley uh, with the ski mask. He taps his ear on, or his finger on his ear, and he hears, um, he says, Yeah, yeah, I got it. I pulled the car down to the back. I understand. I know the plan. And so you, we see him getting into his car in the back of the fish shop, turning it on and driving to the back of the bank. Craig whips around, sees the car pulling out from behind the fish shop, and uh, screams into his radio, Found the vehicle! Follow that car, red Mazda, 2006. And Craig hops into the driver's seat of his police cruiser and uh, takes off driving on a collision course towards the getaway vehicle, aiming to hit it and spin it out and stop it. I think that just happens. Yeah, you you hit the back of his car, it spins out and then slams into a telephone pole and uh, Roche is knocked unconscious. Craig gets out of the police car. He walks over to the car with uh, his hand on his pepper spray, pulls the door open, sort of like watching around, looking for people to come in, and sees uh, the unconscious man in the ski mask, drags him out of the car, puts him back in his cruiser, pulls the mask off, and says, Oh, Roche, you got mixed up in the wrong crowd. This is no way. This is no way. Then radios and says, I got the getaway driver. I'm taking to the station. You round up the criminals. I'll meet you back at dispatch. Does anybody have a, a thing in mind for the next scene? I almost want to go. I almost want to work backwards. From, we can do flashbacks. Yeah, I almost want to work backwards from that and like and just be like, how how did he get there? Like, how did this happen? Okay. So I walk into the fish and chip shop and go up to the the register. I'm like, oh my God, hi. I've never, I'm like, I'm just got here from New York and I've never had fish and chips before. And just like how, so what? It's not like potato chips. It's like French fries. Like, you know, they're called French fries, right? Like, oh my God. Do you want a medium or a large? No, okay. Like a medium French fries or oh. are you talking about the size of a fish? Like what? I don't get it. I don't even get it. Six pounds. Oh my God. That's how much the fish weighs? No. That's Lord. like so big. Oh. oh my God. From behind this conversation, you see uh, Roche leaning back in his chair and just sort of cough and say, leaning on a little thick area. I pretend not to hear that. So then I'm like, okay, okay, here. So I don't really get how this money works. So like, let me just give you like, this one says 20 on it. So like, I'm just going to give you this and hopefully give me the right change. And 14 pounds of your change. Your number is 14. We'll bring it okay, out to your perfect. table. And hey, I just like, so can I give you another 20? Can you just like give me change for that when, really quick? Uh, do I look like a bank? Like, There's a bank across the street, Bank of Scotland. No, but like, oh, but you already have the drawer open. Come on. And I just got here. Like, can you just give me change really quick? <sighs> I. Oh, my God. You're so sweet. There's one time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. And so as you're handing the change back, I'm like looking in my purse. I'm like, oh, you know what? I just figured out like I already I already had change in here. Isn't that like so funny? So I'll just like, ah. I'll just give you this back i'll give you this change back and then like and then you give me the 20 back and then we're just good okay wait and we're just good wait 
So you, here, so I'm just going to uh, give this back to you. Okay. okay? All right. All right. All right. Okay. Per, oh, thank you. Okay. What, what order? What was my order uh, number again? It's on the receipt. I don't, I don't. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Oh, my God. You are so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. And then I go sit down right. and I put 20 extra dollars in my purse because I just shortchanged the cashier. <laughs> and I sit down next to Roche. <laughs> oh, that makes me so unhappy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, boy. Uh, that, uh, goodness. I, I don't know how you always do that. How do you, how do, you do that? It's crazy. Oh, my God. It's so easy. Like, you just have to pretend like you're super stupid. And, like, people are totally like, oh, my God. They, like, just fall for it every time. I can't believe it, Roche. Like, you got to try it at the next place, okay? Hmm. I don't, I don't, you can, I'll try, I guess, but... I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like this is ever gonna be this. That part. That part. I don't feel like it's ever gonna be my thing. You know. That's fine. I mean, I guess you can just always stick to running stolen credit cards, like, and then just you know use that. But you're never gonna get cash. Anyway, so let's look at this bank. I've never done this before. I'm so excited that we have teamed up. We are going to get rich. We. I'm going home. Okay, I'm getting out of this tiny town with these people that I don't know what they're saying ever, and they don't have iced coffee here, and it's really weird, yeah. and I'm super over it. Yeah. I can't wait to get back to New York. Yeah, back to the world of cold beer and stuff. All right. Oh, um, I love cold beer. <laughs> gross. Uh, <laughs> all right. So here's the here's the deal. Uh, and and I pull you know pull out a napkin and start like drawing on the plans, uh, very detailed layout of the bank. So this is where where you're gonna go in. Um, you've got once you get the uh, this this guard, you're gonna have to get them distracted somehow. I don't know if that's your thing. Um, obviously, uh, I've I've already got the passcode. I, I don't I doubt they've changed it. They they never change anything. They never fix anything. So it's probably the same it's always been. But if it's not. The uh, this guy, um, and I point to a office on the little map that I've, I've drawn. This guy mm-hmm. always keeps a written code for the safe stuck on a sticky note on the back of his door. In it's it's crazy, it's stupid, but he does. So if you if if the code doesn't work, you got that as a backup. All right. Well, I mean, it's stupid, but like that's what they get for firing you. Like what? They, I can't believe they just fired you like that. It's so stupid. So we are getting your revenge. And I'm getting home. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll we'll make that happen. All right. All um, right. I am so glad that we teamed up together, Roche. Oh my God. Do you want to go try to find iced coffee again? Your order, Miss. Also, I th- thanks. I think you overpaid me. Um, there's five. Do you have any ketchup? Uh, yeah, I do have ketchup. It's in the back. I'll grab it okay. for you. Also, you, can pay, you, you gave you me too much. You gave me too much change. Here's five quid. Um, I'll, oh, I'll get the ketchup from you. the back. Sorry. Oh my god, you are so sweet. I'm sorry for thank the mix you so up. Much. Uh, it's my, oh my, it's my fault. It's thrown off by the accent. Is that? How the hell do you do that? Oh my god, you think I have an accent? That is so adorable. I'll get your ketchup. Oh my god, he thinks I have an accent. <laughs> what? I, I I give like a, a very understanding glance over to the, the cashier. <laughs> he sheepishly goes and gets you ketchup. So now we need to have a scene. Uh, so, okay, I've been in two scenes, so now you guys have to do two scenes. Okay. Or a scene together. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, so I, I'm thinking maybe... Oh, go ahead. If 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 I may, I think I want to do this scene with, uh, with you, Ty, with Roche. Okay. Uh, between Craig and Roche. 
The camera pans down and, and into the window of the car, the police cruiser being driven by Craig as Roche comes to in the back seat. The radio is playing 80s music. Uh, Roche sort of like shakes himself a little bit, um, looks around confusedly, and then immediately realizes what's going on and in a panic like starts like grabbing at the door, kicking at the door, trying to get it open. And, uh, and Craig reaches onto the passenger seat and holds up two license plates and also the VIN plate from the car and just shows them to you. I stripped the car, Roche. You're not, you're not, you're not going to get caught. Craig? Um, you got yourself mixed up in the wrong crowd? What Driving you- getaway for a bank robbery, are we? Is that what happens? You leave me for a life of crime? What is this some kind of delayed rebellion from your teenage years and the, when you're a goody two-shoes and you didn't do anything exciting? Is that what this is, Roche? Craig, I... Listen. I, I don't... No. I, I feel like this is this is what... Like, like I'm trying to think of what to say here, but I also feel like Roche probably doesn't know what to say. No. I'm taking you home. I'm bringing you home. Roche. Craig, pull over the car. Why? Craig, let me let me out of this car. Why? Where? So you can wander you're the not, streets? You're not... You're not my dad, Craig. No. I'm a police officer. The way I see it, yeah. there's two places I'll let you out of this car. I'll let you out of this car at the police station. You can deal with the procedure. You can get arrested. You can spend the rest of your days in jail. Or I can drop you off at home. You can think about what you've done and not make yourself... Not throw away everything you have, Roche. For some easy money. Uh, Roche leans back and just starts... Just leans against the window and is looking out at the passing scenery. I'm not your dad. I'm doing you a favor. One favor. You're doing yourself a favor. Rush. You just don't. You just don't want your new friends on the force to know that your your ex-husband is like. You don't want them to know who you're mixed up with. This is your. Don't act like you're doing something for me. Rush. Listen. Money's tight. We need... I need this promotion, okay? If you get tangled up in this, your name's tied to my name. Things are different with us. We're not a unit anymore, but we were for so long, and there's no way to erase the history we have. If your name gets out, tied up with this robbery, I'm off the force. I'm getting lost. I'll I'll be seen as a liability, and I can't have that. I'm dropping you off at home. This is a favor to you just as much as it's a favor to me. Uh, I think that we we see them driving longer. Uh, music is playing a- as they go, and when they they pull up to a house that's way outside of the city, um, very it's the old home uh, used to belong to it used to belong to Craig's family um, before they passed away, his parents before they passed away, and as Craig gets out of the car and opens it for Roche, uh, Roche steps up and doesn't make eye contact with uh, with Craig at first um, then looks at the house which is falling apart 
And then he looks back at Craig and, and says, so you say money's tight. Craig pulls from his pocket um, a, a single dog treat because the officers on the force would carry them just to sort of placate any dogs and says, um, give this to Socks for me. And then camera blacks out. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> the personal object's a dog. <laughs> oh. I just thought it'd be uh, to add a little Corey. dramatic tension. You know, animals are always sort of, oh. you know, tied up in these things, these interpersonal conflicts. Yeah. So to add, so add a little drama. Yeah. Oh, so good. What if we did a, hmm, there's a couple options here. I haven't had a scene with Morgan yet. I feel like I that screwed that up. That needs to happen before we, yeah, we, we need to do a scene with Morgan before we can end act one. Maybe, maybe I got out and I was just going down the street and then I did get picked up for questioning to be like, what'd you see? And I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, how about, how about, how about, uh, you've gotten picked up for questioning. Yeah. Uh, Mason has come in to interrogate you. Yes. And mm-hmm. he like shuts off all of the cameras and recording equipment. And then like we reveal that he has talked to me and we have like cooked up a scheme that we're going like, to get you out so that you can help with that. Does oh, that make shit. sense? Yeah, I love that. Okay. Okay, so the camera opens on an interrogation room. One junior officer in there who is a little bit overeager in his line of questioning, Tammy. I'm telling you, do you know who my dad is? Okay, this is going to be all over the news. Your ass is going to get blasted across all the fucking newspapers. BuzzFeed, okay, TMZ, just like all of it. And it's going to be this international scandal. You can't, you can't, you can't keep me like this. This is not okay. Hey, hey, listen, listen here, uh, Mrs. Tammy Ann. Uh, TMZ doesn't care what some some uh, study abroad student from Georgetown is doing in uh, in in Ireland. Where are we in Scotland? Like this is this is like they're not gonna give a crap what you what you're up to. What I what I'm asking is just some simple questions. I don't know why you've made this take so long. Why were you at the bank? I keep telling you, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. I don't even know what that is. I mean, it means I don't have to talk to you. I don't even why? have to because I'm pleading the fifth. Why don't you know what your constitution is? All this right. is not America. All right, writer. That's quite enough from you. Get in there. Uh, right up. Oh, my God. Thank, thank you. This, this she is, she's insane. I don't, I, I don't, I can't, I can't handle this. I, I can't handle this. I know. I can't handle this. I know. I can't. Right up. Take a 15. It's, Get a coffee. It's my birthday. Oh, ha- it's my birthday today. Happy birthday, Ryder. Go did get you, a did coffee. Did you give me something? Uh, no. No. This is the first I've fucking heard of your birthday. Go get, get a coffee and take a break. For my birthday? Yeah. Get, your, get yourself a birthday. Here, right. here, here. Here's a quid. All right. Get by yourself yeah. a cappuccino. Take a 20. Uh, can I get an iced coffee? Where is where? You nothing out of you. Nothing out of you. Yeah, you're right. I plead the fifth. Forget it. Yeah. I don't want to know about your stupid. Your iced Thought coffee so. probably sucks. Thought anyway. so. Ugh. I do. The, I do the whole like point. I point <laughs> finger. I point thing at, at Tammy as I back out of the the place. Uh, and Craig puts his hand on your chest and sort of is guiding you out the door. Um, right. Craig, I got you. I'm watching you. 
Go, just go. Happy birthday. Um, right. Craig shuts right. the door. Thank you. Uh, Craig right. walks I'll over. Party. Walks over to the table. And what do you want? Craig looks you in the eye and hits the stop button on the uh, on the recorder on the table. Oh. Demi. Yes. Danae, if you remember me, parking ticket two weeks ago. Well, I told you that, you know, there wasn't any proper signage there. Like, so it wasn't even okay that you gave me that parking ticket because, like, I could fight that in court. Like, you know I could. I know. I got your mail as well. Your letter's threatening to take it to the highest courts. Yeah. I'm not afraid to do that. I'm like, seriously, like, don't even test me. I'm not afraid. Listen. I don't even know who you think you are. (laughs) Don't even test me. Tammy. Relax. I killed the recorders. Okay. Do you know Roche? His name ring a bell. As he knows you. And I cross my arms and lean back in my chair. Um, how do you know Roche? We were... We are... We were married. Still are. Still are. Oh my god, that is so cute. Separate. You never even told me. I had no idea. You guys are a really cute couple. I'm, oh my god. I'm no, <gasps> no surprise he didn't tell you. We're, we're, we're separated. And oh, that is it's, tragic. It's, I, it's a mess. Listen, Tammy. I know you're not, you're not going to crack. Roche told me as much. Deflect, bend, twist, manipulate. You're a slimy one. Uh, I do not like that term. Listen, I'm not here to play flattery games with you. Roche tells me that you're you're good with computers. Now we're talking. What happens next? Who lives? Who dies? What crimes are committed? Tune in after this commercial break. Hey, stud, how would you like to chat with a young, sexy babe looking for fun? Or how about a hot, lonely MILF who wants a little action? Well, that's not what this show is about. My name's Joy. And I'm Morgan. And we have a podcast all about sex stuff. Join us every week when we chat about sex and sexuality, review toys and products for the bedroom, and even recommend a new sex position or two. And the best part of all this is it's shared from an intergenerational, inclusive, and queer-friendly point of view. Join us every Tuesday on The Broads and the Bees, wherever you download podcasts. See you next Tuesday. You know, like... Nope, we get it. (laughs) Bye. And we're back. I don't know. That's beautiful. Okay, so uh, in Fiasco, we have to roll a tilt, which is basically just sort of figuring out what sort of complications come up over the Act 2. And what we have ended up selecting is mayhem, magnificent self-destruction, and innocence. Love rears its ugly head. Uh, So we'll see. We'll discover how exactly that plays out as we go. Who knows how these elements will come together? What will happen? What will happen? So does anybody have any particular idea for a a scene they want to do? My character has an idea. I don't know if it's a good idea. So maybe by doing the scene, you can help come up with a better idea. All right. Uh, Is it going to be with me or are we all going to be together? It would be it would be with you, Ty um, Morgan. If at any point you want to play socks, you can. Uh, I think <laughs> I think 
I think it's going to be at your home, which is also my home. Gotcha. Uh, so we're at the, the place that you had dropped me off, right? Yeah. Okay. It's nighttime. The camera pans down on the ragged doorway of the Mackenzie household as Craig makes his way towards the tattered front door. The door cracks open as Roche peeks out through um, the little chain lock on the door. Oh, no. And then it's a police. <laughs> and Craig cracks a little smile. Uh, all right. Um, that was real funny. All right. Uh, and he closes the door, unhooks it, and uh, swings it open. The door swings open, revealing that Craig is holding a bottle of Talisker. Craig walks in, shuts the door behind him, and says, um, Roche, have I given some thought to what we spoke about? And I think we should discuss over a glass. All right. Uh, Roche goes to the kitchen and uh, very confidently, you know, knowing exactly where things always are, um, opens up the cabinet where they keep their glasses and finds uh, that there's just a bunch of cereal boxes. Because time has passed. (laughs) Oh. Uh, um, uh, where left, where left, do you keep the uh, glasses now? Left of the sink. Um, All right. <clears throat> and he uh, he goes, grabs a couple, and sits down at the table. So, uh, I'm trying to work an angle. If we're going to do this, we're going to go all the way. Uh, now, I don't have the clearance to get to the files that we need. Right? All right. I need the promotion. Now, ah, there's no way to put this. I need to throw you under the bus. I'll get you out. I'll get you out. But I need to throw you under the bus. Right? I'll bring you in. Yeah? Let me paint you a picture. This is how I'm seeing it. I'll bring you in. You're behind the whole thing. There's going to be questioning. There's going to be procedures. It doesn't move quick. So we'll have plenty of time for action. I bring you in. I get lauded. I get the promotion. I'm the one to bring you in. So you don't, you, you don't bring me down as a liability. I get the desk. I get the clearance. We bring in Tammy. We get the identification we need. And we get the hell out of Dodge. All right, so you're saying that as soon as you get promoted, they give you full access to everything. That Tammy needs, right? That's a, aye, it's a dispatch job. That's desk right. work. He ain't getting clearance of loads of stuff. I ain't know the blood type of any person in Glasgow if I ain't to. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, Tammy agree to this, though? <sighs> More or less in the way she does. Yeah. She, yeah. She's a, she's a wild card. I can see why you... It fell in with a it, crowd. It's not like that. No, listen, Rush. This is beyond you and I at this point. Well, no, it's not beyond you and I. It's for both of us. We have our needs. You need money. I need money. I need to get out of here. I need to separate, find myself a new life. I'm thinking, and I hadn't brought this up to her yet, but I'm thinking I go to the US with Tammy. Start over there. 
maybe set up a Scottish pub in Vermont or something. Craig, Craig. Sell haggis to the Yankees and... Listen, I, obviously I've been working with Tammy and I, I think she's a, a swell ass, but you can't just... How do you... You've known her for what, like... How long has it been now? Like a week? Since you got her out? Aye. You're already planning on going across the, the States with her? Well, I, I know... It's, no, it's just on the... She's a con. The thing... The, the thing is... She's got a passport, right? Yeah. Tammy has citizenship. What are you saying, Daniel? This uh, is going to be real awkward when I bring it up to her, but I've been stewing on it all day. A sham marriage. US citizenship for me. We go our separate ways. Married in much the same way you and I are, in paperwork alone. I get to start over. You move up to Aberdeen, you go up to, I don't know, Shetland, whatever. You do whatever you want. Take your share. So you're saying like, but you can't get, we haven't officially gotten divorced. So how are you going to have a new, a new marriage? What are you going to pretend that I get, like I get killed or something? Here's the thing. After this, Roche doesn't exist. You're... That's what we need Tammy for. You're, that's the linchpin in the whole situation. We get the uh, lesson. We get the IDs. You're gonna, every, every person in Scotland, all the information we need, craft you a new identity. We can add you into the records, give you some minor traffic violation or some summit out and f- fuck all. We get you a new life. You start over somewhere else. Lesson, people go missing all the time. I give myself a new idea as well. I've been thinking about Seamus. Now is not the time for picking names, but I can tell you, you didn't like that one. Um, we're still working on it, but... All right. Listen, I... I don't have a lot of options at this point. No. The way I see it, we run the, le- we run the risk of the procedure moving too fast. You get, you get processed, you get moved through, and you end up in jail, and then we have to break you out of jail. That's a bad way it could break for us, so we have to act fast, but... If I know one thing about the the police system here, I said nothing moves fast, so I think we'd have enough time to act. I'm fairly certain I'm only in the running for that promotion. I turn in my ex-husband, they're going to see me as someone who puts the law above their own personal needs, and that'll, that'll cinch it. All right. But that's a big leap I'm asking of you. And I, I know I ask a lot of you. And I know, I know you always said I was bossing you around, acting like your dad. But I haven't forgot all the nights you bellow at me about how you do need another father figure. And I hate to ask one thing here, but as a friend, Craig, hey, you're not my dad, and. I don't know that we can ever be friends again. Aye. But but your family and well in a Rush smiles a little bit. Well we both have our own dreams and I think this I think this could get us there. You're willing to take it. Yeah. I'll drink to that. Socks! 
Come here, boy. Bark. <laughs> you got something in your throat there. What are you eating? Drop it. Drop it. Oh, it's plastic. Rush, Rush, you're there for two days and my dog's eating plastic. That's wrong with you. Gotta keep an eye on them. He uh, always knew how to bring a tender moment to its climax there. Socks. Yes, sweet boy. I don't know what dogs sound like. That's- oh, they say bark. <laughs> they say bark? Okay. Yeah, good. I've had one. Sorry for uh, roping you into pseudo tender moments. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's fine. Uh, this has worked out well. Uh, I feel like we could have a scene, like whatever the scene needs to be, it needs to be sort of like setting up uh, the next step of the heist um, mm-hmm. and Tammy's involvement in it. So we see a montage, sort of. We see Craig bringing Roche into the police station in handcuffs. We see Craig put on some real good crocodile tears, possibly mixed with some real tears as he explains the truth of the matter. Truth being in air quotes. We see the officers looking surprised and impressed, incredulous that this was all orchestrated by one of their premier officers' partners, former partners. Roche is led away in handcuffs, sharing a knowing glance with Craig. And Craig is clapped on the back heartily by the former presiding dispatcher who is leaving to work in another precinct as he shows Craig to his new position. Ah, Craig, you're, you're doing God's work over here in these, these here aisles. I, I can't be, couldn't be prouder to leave you uh, as the person taking over my job. I really appreciate it. It's been a long and bendy road, but you do what you got to do. Justice doesn't care about your your familial ties, your love. Justice is the even playing field that maintains the order that we all have to follow. Justice is just, and innocence is innocent, and I don't know. I, I'm just sort of spouting off nonsense. <laughs> I, you'll, you'll figure, hopefully, when you're my age, you'll know how to actually give off some good wisdom. Uh, but it's not oh, me. Turning 16 again this year, yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll know it. You'll know it. Uh, all right. Well, you settle in. I'll, I'll leave you be. You have a great, grand old time. So this, I've just settle in and... Uh, it's, a, I mean, it's, yeah. it's weird coming from being on a beat, you know, to being doing this work. It's a different it's a different vibe. It's going to take some getting used to. I might... That's what you've been working for your whole, your whole time. You've just been working for this job. I mean, you knew you knew from the beginning it wasn't going to be an exciting thing, right? Oh, That's what you wanted. No, no I'm, I assume. I'm, I'm not unhappy. It's just you know, a little cold feet. It's good. No, 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 no. It's it's just going to take some getting used to. I'm I might stay late tonight. It's just get myself acquainted with the software and the sheets and everything. And hey, you know, putting some extra hours. I I don't even want to screw this up there, Gerald. You know. Hey, listen. I I think you're going to do a fine job. Don't even worry about it. But if you need to, if you feel like you need to pull a few uh, late nighters your first couple of days just to impress the uh, uh, the top brass, that's totally understandable. You settle in. You do what you got to do. Thank, thank you, Jill. For anything, no problem. Means more. Craig, you, it means more to me than you could ever know. You're a good man, Craig. I couldn't be prouder to leave you in my job. 
and time flashes forward as Craig sits at the computer desk, fidgeting with the software and the spreadsheets, trying to get things, you know, trying to get as much information as he can, picking out some interesting characters, uh, when he gets a message on his phone that reads... You up? Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next message says, JK, LOL, I'm at the back door. (laughs) Craig laughs and um, starts typing. You see the three dots appear and then stops typing and then starts typing and then stops typing and then just sends a gif of uh, the dog with the this is fine while everything is on fire. Um, (laughs) And and then the door opens. (laughs) Tell me. Oh my God, there is my beautiful fiance. I am so happy to see you. And don't even worry, I've had the cameras looping for the past hour. So it's like, we're totally good. Where's your desk at? Brilliant. That's right this way, down the hall. Tammy, you're confident. You're sure you can pull this off. Oh my God. Craig, I told you I cloned my first credit card at 15. Like, this is seriously like the back of my hand now. Okay, so I just need to know, where is your captain's office also? (laughs) My captain's office? Yeah, I need, yes. It's a a nice store down. Um, Okay. I got a master key now. I can get you in. Ooh, yes, please. First... I'm just going to give you this little flash drive, and I just need you to plug it into your computer okay. and just, like, follow all the prompts. Okay. And then, and then just get me down to the captain's office. Sure. Um, you, you got all the cameras looping? All of them. Don't even worry. Right, I'll just... Here, take the key. I go run the flash drive, and, well... I... See, I thought... Did you... I thought we were going to... Like, sit down together and pick out our new identities. Did you already do all this headway? Yeah, of course. I spent the last four, I spent the last 45 minutes searching people by their height and eye color. Lift, I made a list. I got like 20 people for me, 20 people for Roche, 20 people for you. Are you telling me I didn't have to do any of that? Oh my God, that is so sweet, Craig. No. <laughs> no, you didn't have to do that. Well, fucking we're shite. Just gonna make up, we're just going to make up new ones. Okay. I think you look like a Davy. What do you think? Davey? Davey? Does that sound good? I could do Davy. You know, I... Okay. I, what about Seamus? Seamus, Seamus. She, hold on, I hold on. Seamus was... Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna close the door. I'm gonna open the door and I want you to say hi Seamus. And I want you to tell me how it, how it feels to you and I'll tell you how it feels to me. Okay? Okay. Oh hello. Oh hi Seamus. No hate it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I always didn't like about Seamus is it spelled like Seamus. Okay, well, that's just it. That's just That's like weird like it's weird. Yeah, I I guess, but uh, <laughs> Here, um, Davey, Davey. Yeah, just like try that on because Davey. I already printed your passport. Hello. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, what now? I already printed your passport. Oh. It says Davey on it. It'll be fine. Okay, I'll go um, plug that drive in and let it rip, I guess. And okay, you thanks. do what you need to do. Don't break anything, okay? I, I don't know if you're, you're not going to break anything, right? Of course not. And I'm pulling on latex gloves. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm gonna... It's all good. 
Right, I'm gonna go. I, I know the cameras are looping. I'm just gonna loop my brain what I pictured happening so that I can get a little bit more at ease. So I'll go do that and you do. We've got like 20 minutes. So just, you know, pitter patter. We got it, okay? All right. We got like 20 minutes, okay, Davey? All, all right. All right, awesome. I'll be right back. Davey, Davey. And I go down to the evidence lockers and just look for all of the drugs and load them into my purse. I have a big purse and I just put a lot of cocaine in there. Oh, awesome. Oh boy. Do we want to, we could. We need to do a scene do between keep going or? you and me, Tammy. Okay. I'm imagining that you have opened the jail cell and are just like stepping in, like holding your purse full of cocaine. <gasps> like, hey, that, that's what I'm imagining. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, hey, time to go. We have a flight in a few hours. How are you doing? I'm could you open the door? The locks are yeah. over there. Okay, thank you. Yeah, look, I have all these keys. I just I do it. I open it. What's in the what do you got in the bag over there? Just, you know, some snacks for the road. I <laughs> uh do you open up the, the jail? Yeah, I open it okay. up and I swing the door open. Come on, let's go, Roche. We gotta get out of here. What's in the bag? Just, I told you, I just like need a little provisions for the road and to make some extra cash later. I, I grab the bag and uh, pull on it slightly and no, it, it, don't, don't. and it spills out. It goes everywhere. Well, this is, this is a mess. This Roche, is, come on. Tell me, this is this not up. what we talked about. I, I, uh, what are you doing? Uh, just trying to make a clean cut. The point was to get, get in, get out. With just enough to like just we're, enough we're not Roche, gonna... don't be silly why do we need we need like as much as we can get we're gonna go back i'm Tell going me, back to new york what we're are you going doing? to live like kings and queens i heard i already heard what you're planning on doing with with craig and what are you what are you trying to do with him what's your plan what's your plan for for craig oh he didn't tell you well, he told me that you're, you guys are going off to get married and, and, and get the fucking... Tammy, what are you going to do to Craig? What are you going to do to my Craig, all right? I would not do anything to Craig. Roche, I don't think he told you the whole story. Craig and I are in love. Tam, Tammy... And I'm sorry that you had to hear it from me like this in a little crappy jail cell surrounded by You guys have known each drugs. other for for a week. What? When you know you know. I I can't believe you do this. Like what are you plan on all right, let's just go. Let's just go, all right? All right, I know. And you know what? I think you and Craig might need to sort some things out, but honestly, I can't believe you let him get away because the sex is, like, so good. What are you like? Oh, my God, he's such a catch. I, uh, I, think, I think when you say that, um, <laughs> I think Roche punches her in the face. Oh, oh snap. God. <laughs> oh, uh, God. Love rears its ugly head. I think as that happens... She was um, not expecting that, and she doubles over, and there's blood on the ground now. So you broke her nose. You broke Tammy's nose. Honestly, Roche, fuck you. What? No. I didn't even... I I didn't do anything. Oh, my God. You know what you did? 
and you're not what? touching him. What? Oh my fucking god. Michelle Presley, we know you're in there. Time to come out. Craig, you are out in the front of the, the station because you're like at your desk, you know, sort of like keeping guard, feeling very panicked. And you're, uh, you hear um, this calling for Michelle over the loudspeaker. You hear a loud bang on the front door, which is locked. And then a second bang on that, that front door. And uh, what are you thinking in this moment? I am fucked. Craig pulls the flash drive out of the computer, closes everything. He lays down on the floor for a moment and is like, maybe I can pretend that I got knocked out. No, that's stupid. I look fine. Um, maybe I can hide. And he like crawls under the desk and he's like, they're going to look here. This is a disaster. So he is sort of alternating between being prone and on knee and like just he does not know what to do. And his brain is in full shutdown mode. The door bursts open as the Scottish equivalent of a SWAT team comes in, clears the room, uh, and, and surrounds you on the ground. Craig fully jumps up the second the door opens and sticks both his hands in the air. Well, 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 Craig. Raider! What what are you what are you doing over here? So Raider, late listen, at night. I, it doesn't even look like it. it, it, it it's not what it, it looks like. It's a different oh Jesus Christ. I'm I'm Look, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I was working late, and, and then suddenly you're well, here. Well, I know exactly what was going on, Craig. Well, you were supposed to be at my party. You know who was there? What? Michelle. And she explained to me exactly what you and your lover were planning to do. Ryder. What? Who is Michelle? She told me. What are you speaking Michelle about? Michelle told me all about what her, of what your your dear old Roche were up to. So I just had to have a little talk with Internal Affairs over at the CID. I think that's what the acronym is. And and arrange and 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 just a couple of calls, and we were right on you. Gerald, you're in on this too. Lock him up. Oh no, no, stop! No, it's not. I look. I, I, I don't know what she told you, but I, I assure you, it's not. That's not the case. Stop. Take him away, boys. Oh! <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, in the other room, we see uh, Roche and Tammy. Tammy is completely calm now. What are you? What's going on? What's happening right now? Oh, what's happening is you broke my fucking nose, Roche. All right, just go out there. Come on, just follow my lead. We, uh, th- come on. You, come on. you have a Let's way go. out of this. Yeah, of course. All right. Oh, God. So they, oh. uh, they, they start walking out. Yeah, and as soon as they, as soon as they round the corner, Tammy runs. She just makes a full fucking run towards the cops, and she's like, "Oh my god, you found me!" Oh, oh my god, thank you. Don't you worry, Miss Michelle. We've got this all taken care of. And there is a not visible to any of the cops, but it is visible to Roche and to Michelle. A wink between Gerald and Michelle. (laughs) And you see him as she walks, runs up to him with uh, her bag, which she had surreptitiously while she was on the ground 
put all of those the cocaine back into. Oh yeah. We see Gerald just sort of slightly tap one of the bricks of cocaine into her bag to make sure that it is not visible. What, and what? she's just like bawling. She's like, I just want to go. I didn't home. do anything. I didn't. I didn't I think he had a gun. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I swear. Rush. This has something to do with you. Is this your idea of a revenge scheme? Cause you're mad no. about our separation. I swear it wasn't. It wasn't like that. Damn it, Roche. It wasn't like that. God damn it to hell. And they, we see them uh, get dragged out. Roche and Craig, we see them uh, getting put into separate cop cars, and they make eye contact uh, across the the uh, tops, the roofs of the car. And uh, there's just a look. Craig mouths through the window. Who's going to take care of socks? <laughs> oh, God. Cut to black? Yeah, okay, but then we open again. Yes, flash forward. <laughs> Several weeks later. Several weeks later. We're, we're going to flash forward. Yeah. Several weeks later, there's like a high-end part of town. I don't know if it's Scotland. I guess we're still in Scotland, but maybe not that town, but there's like a high-end shopping area, and the door of a boutique like slides open. She's like, oh, thank you. Oh my god, okay, I'll see you later. And the camera pans up on these like beautiful high heels, and we look up, and we see Tammy, or at least we think it's Tammy, because her face is really bruised, and her nose is completely bandaged, and she has really big sunglasses on. Yeah. But she's holding her purse in one hand, and she's got some shopping bags in the other, and she kind of like looks around. She's like, um, Jerbear? Where are you? Oh, Michelle, right here. Right here waiting oh, for you. You got my iced coffee? Oh, I exactly like you like it. Uh, mm. I asked for six pumps of vanilla. Oh, yum. Okay, give me a sip of that. Let me see. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Okay, all right. So there's this other shop over here that I really wanted to go check out. Let's go. I think Anything they have really cute ties, and we can get a little tie for you, and it'll be so cute. Oh, I... I don't really wear ties, uh, but but no 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 it's fine it's fine yeah yeah when, come on no, yeah okay yeah. we'll just find something we'll just find something cute Great. okay we'll just mm-hmm. it'll be fine okay come on oh cheer bear I'm so happy to be on vacation with you oh my god I'm oh. having so much fun funny kisses, funny kisses. <laughs> they rub their noses together and then it fades to black and that's yeah that's the end and then post credits oh. And then it's not the end. Oh, okay. post credits scene. <laughs> you see, you see a, a darkened jail cell. In it, sitting Craig McKenzie, banging on a cup, um, alone. And this is obviously the Scottish equivalent of a federal prison. Like this is a maximum security thing. It's miserable. There's a bare bunk. There's a toilet and a sink. And he's sitting there with a cup, drumming on it. And just singing some journey songs to himself under his breath. <gasps> we flash to a second prison, and we see Roche in the exact same position, singing the exact same song. Oh, the end. The end. And then, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and then we flash to Ryder. This is quick. Don't worry. We flash to Ryder at the Mackenzie household opening the door with a search warrant to look for more evidence. Socks jumps up on his chest, and this is the moment when Ryder decides he's going to adopt Socks and take Aww. care of him. Aww. Yay. Aww. Hey, good boy.
Thank you for joining us for the Apotolesma Scramble on the Scavengers Network, featuring Ty from Side Character Quest. Morgan from lots of things, but mostly myth takes for this one, I think. <laughs> and Mason from I Don't Know Radio. Tune in next week for the show you actually subscribe to. <laughs> Tartan Noir is an accessory for the fiasco role-playing game by Bully Pulpit Games. This playset is copyright 2012 by DC Bradshaw. Fiasco is copyright 2009 by Jason Morningstar. All rights are reserved. For more information about Fiasco or to download other playsets and materials, visit www... Don't put www. It's 2020. For more information about Fiasco or to download other playsets and materials, visit BullyPulpitGames.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.